You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. In this podcast, the queen of manifesting herself, Kelly Walker, Kelly Walker, will teach you how to manifest everything you need to live your purpose at a higher level. And now, your queen, queen. Kelly Walker. Hey, it's Kelly Walker. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Today on the Queen of Manifesting, I am going to talk some more about money. And this time I'm going to focus on stewardship. I went to a, um, a seminar last weekend and it was for speakers and presenters. And there was a section on money and it was really, really good. It was very helpful, very insightful and very motivational. And so I'm going to share with you a lot of the things that I learned last weekend and things that I have been using just in the last week, I have already felt my money energy shift. And I have had a lot of surprise money show up and surprise opportunities that will bring in money have also shown up. So I think it is really um, useful what they taught me and what I've been practicing. So I'm excited to share it with you guys. And it's all about stewardship. So stewardship is how you take care of the things in your life, including your money, including your health, including your relationships, including everything that you own, including your thoughts and your habits and everything. So everything you either have or or experience in your life, you have stewardship over it. Now, if you have read in the Bible about the parable of the talents, um, that's a really good example of stewardship. So just in a nutshell, here's the parable of the talents. So a man goes on a extended trip And he has three servants and he gives each of them uh, some talents. He gives each one of them a different amount. One of them, he only gives one. And I looked up talents today and a talent in today's, um, what do you call it? Economy. A talent is $500,000. So half a million dollars. So this man left each of his three servants, a number of talents. And then he went off on a trip and he was gone for an extended period of time. And when he came back, he said to his servants, okay, so report, what did you do with my talents? And he got three very different answers. Actually, he got two answers the same and one answer completely different. So the first servant, he actually gave him five talents. Now, you guys, that's $2.5 million. So the guy that got the five talents was awesome with it. He used it and he made more money with it. And when he came back, he had at least doubled it. So... 
the man came back from his trip and one of his servants had turned two and a half million dollars to five million dollars. And he said, that's awesome. Good job. You have been faithful over a little and I will set you over much. So basically he gives him more things to have stewardship over. And then the second servant was given um, three talents. No, sorry, two talents. So two talents, that's a million dollars. And he did the same thing. He took the talents, he used them and made money. And when the master came back, he had also doubled his. So he, he had $2 million when the master came back. And again, the master was very happy and told him that he had been faithful over a little, so he would set him over much. Now the third servant, he took his $500,000 and did nothing with it. He buried it in the ground. He did not earn any interest. He did not make any deals. He did not use the money to do anything whatsoever. And so when the master came back and heard this, wow, he got in some serious trouble. And the servant said, you know, he gave him this lame, lame excuse. He said, sir, I knew that you were a hard man, harvesting where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. So he thought his master would be really happy to come back and still have $500,000. But the master was very mad and called him evil and lazy and said, you could have at least put my money in the bank and gotten interest. Um, so he was really mad. So he took the talent away from him. So he took his $500,000 and gave it to the guy who had $5 million at this point. So the guy that had been given five talents and now has 10 because he doubled it now has another one. And he punishes the slave. And that's the end of the story. So the talents, $500,000, two of them, Two of the servants went out and doubled their money. And the one stupid servant buried it in the ground, didn't even put it in the bank and make interest. So why am I talking about this? What does this have to do with money? Well, obviously, it has everything to do with money. That was a stupid question. Sorry. Yes, it has everything to do with money. So if you think about your life, all the stuff you have, all the blessings you've been given, what you're, what you probably don't think about very often is that you are in a qualifying round to see how much more you can get or whether you are worthy to get any more or whether what you've got needs to be taken away from you and given to someone else. So literally every day of your life, you are qualifying for either more or less. So think about that. You're qualifying to either get more or less. 
every day based on your stewardship of your current belongings. So how well do you take care of your stuff? When you drop something on the floor, do you immediately pick it up and put it away? Or do you leave it there for days, weeks, months? How clean is your house? Is your house presentable? Could you have people over in five minutes and not be embarrassed? Does your house look like it came out of an episode of Hoarders? Or does it look like it came from a Martha Stewart magazine? Or is it somewhere in between, like most people? What about your money? How well do you take care of your money? Do you look at your accounts every day? Do you open up your bank account and check and see what's going on in there? Do you have a spreadsheet with all of your balances and all of your due dates and all of your interest rates? So you know where your money is, you know what interest you're paying, you know when you need to make payments so that you avoid late charges and missed payment fees. What about organization? Have you organized your thoughts? Have you organized your schedule? Do you have a daily routine that you stick to? What does your closet look like? Do you have a house full of junk Or do you have a house full of beautiful, well-organized things? Do you have a junk drawer that scares you to look at? Do you have multiple junk drawers? Do you have junk closets and junk cabinets and junk rooms? I've seen people that literally have junk rooms. What about your thoughts? How many of your thoughts are junk thoughts? How many of your thoughts are worth thinking. How organized are they? Are you just scattered all over the place or are you taking control of your thoughts every day? If you have everything in your life in order, you can be so much more efficient. If you take care of your things, they will last so much longer. And if you know where stuff is, You don't have to go out and buy another one because you can't find the first one that you bought. Or buy a third one because you also can't find the second one you bought. So keeping your things in order is having good stewardship over your things. And the better stewardship you have over your things, your belongings, your relationships, your money, the more things you will be given stewardship over. So if you feel like you don't have enough money in your life, look at how well you are taking care of what you've already got in your life. Look how well you are managing your money. If you, if your life is a money disaster, you are not going to manifest more money. Why would you get more money if you can't handle the money that you currently have? So treat your money like it is precious and you have got to take good care of it and you actually care about it and you're not scared of it. I know a lot of people are scared to face their money. They're scared to look in their accounts. They're scared to see what their interest rates are now because you know what? Your interest rates go up when you're not looking. So if you're not paying attention to your finances, there is a very slim chance that your finances will ever improve.
Hey, it's Kelly, and did you know that my book is ready to go? If you would like a signed copy of The drive through Method of Manifesting, go to my website, www.thequeenofmanifesting.com, and at the very top, there is a link to buy my book. And I will sign it for you if you like, or if you'd rather have it on Kindle, hop over to Amazon and do a search for The drive through Method of Manifesting and get it on Kindle for only 99 cents. You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. So, do you know what you need to improve your stewardship over in your life? If you examine how well you're taking care of things, honestly... You know, don't sugarcoat it. Don't avoid it. Don't stick your head in the sand. Just very honestly look at how you are treating your belongings. Look at how you are keeping your house. Look at how you are managing your money. And ask yourself, where do I need to improve my stewardship? And If you don't immediately get an answer, then I would suggest that you meditate, get yourself grounded, focus on your breathing, and ask, what do I need to improve my stewardship over? What if you get everything as your answer? What if you meditate, you ask yourself, what do I need to improve my stewardship over? And the thought you get is every single thing in your life is a mess and you need to fix it all. Well, here's what I would do. I would ask myself, which area would make the most impact right now if I improved it? That way you can laser focus on one thing without getting overwhelmed and you will be confident that you'll get the best results from working on that one area because you asked yourself which thing would have the most impact if I improved it right now. So you know you won't be wasting your time, so you won't get overwhelmed, you won't feel lost and overburdened, and you will be able to actually make a difference. So please meditate, get grounded, and ask what you need to work on first to make the most impact. If you have trouble getting grounded and meditating, then I'm going to help you right now by walking you through it step by step. So if you are driving a car or operating machinery, please do not do this. Please come back later and listen to this episode again when you are not doing something you have to pay attention to. Okay, so for those of you that can do this right now, get yourself in a comfortable position in a spot where you will not be disturbed. So I invite you to sit back, get relaxed, close your eyes, and start focusing on your breathing. Focusing on your breathing is the best way to get grounded 
and to enter a meditative state. So as you focus on your breathing, start taking deeper and deeper breaths. The lower third of your lungs rarely gets any fresh air into them. So focus on your breathing by pushing the air down as far into your lungs as you can get it. Imagine that when you breathe in through your nose, breathe in through your nose, that you are filling your entire torso all the way down to your bum. Imagine that you were filling your entire torso with air. And then when you exhale, blow it out through your mouth and blow out every single milliliter of air that you possibly can. Empty your lungs out completely, 100% air-free when you exhale. And then inhale again and focus on pushing the air all the way down, all the way down to your bum. Your stomach should be the thing moving in and out. If your shoulders are moving up and down when you breathe, then you are only breathing in the top third of your lungs. If your stomach comes in and out while you're breathing, then you know that you are breathing deep down into your lungs. So focus on your breaths. Focus on getting them as big and deep as possible. And when you fill your lungs all the way up, try to hold it for about three seconds. And just let that oxygen seep into all those little cells in your lungs. Because oxygen in your brain gives you so much more clarity. So breathe in as big as you can. Hold your breath at the top for about three seconds. And then release it through your mouth. And press out all the air you can possibly get out. And on your next breath, as you breathe in, I want you to imagine that you are breathing in peace and understanding. And on your exhale, you are pushing out confusion and distraction. So breathe in the peace, understanding, inspiration, and breathe out doubt, confusion, fear, and negativity. Breathe in the positive and breathe out all the negative. And if a thought comes to your mind, just dismiss it. Tell the thought, we're not thinking right now, we're breathing. And just go back to focusing on your breathing. And 
Now that you've gotten into a relaxed meditative state, I invite you to imagine a beam of light coming from the sky and it comes right to your head and it enters your head and it shines down into your body. It travels through your head, through your neck, down your arms and torso, down your legs, all the way to your feet and out the bottom. And this light, as it passes through your body, it burns out any last remnants of negativity, doubt, confusion, and distraction. And as it passes through the layers of the earth, it is cleansed. The earth cleanses all the negativity from that light. And when your light reaches the center of the earth, it brightens with that heat and it bounces back up and it comes back up through the layers of the earth through the bottom of your feet up through your legs through your torso out the top of your head and back up to the sky and now you are on a circuit you are connected to heaven and earth and you are filled with this inspirational light that burns away all the doubt and distraction. And now with this light flowing through you, you have completely open access to your intuition. And so now you get to ask yourself, what area of my life do I need to improve my stewardship over? Now the first thought you get is your answer. You may want to argue with that answer. You may want to list all the reasons that can't be the answer. You might want to push it away and wait for a better answer. But whatever thought comes to you first is your true answer. So accept it. Don't judge it. And if your answer is everything, then you get to ask the question, which area would make the most impact today if I started improving my stewardship over it first? And just sit and focus on your breathing while you wait for the answer, if it doesn't come immediately. And when it comes, I want you to acknowledge it, accept it, thank it for showing up. And then I want you to ask yourself, what is my next step that I can do today to improve my stewardship in that area? And now listen for an answer. It could seem completely unrelated it could be something that might make you uncomfortable. It could be something fun and exciting. It could be something really easy to do. There's a huge range of things it could be. 
And if it makes you stretch your comfort zone, that's okay. Because everything that you want in life is outside of your comfort zone. So you want to stretch your comfort zone. You want your comfort zone to be bigger, to let new things in. So whatever answer you get, that's your next step. You need to commit to do it. And for best results, you need to commit to do it today. The sooner you take your next inspired steps, the faster you will progress. So listen for your answer write it down and do it as soon as you can today. After you have done your next step, you can immediately go back into a meditative state and ask for your next step. You can do multiple steps each day. Okay. So you can open your eyes, write down the step that you were given, In case you can't do it right now, you want it written down so you don't forget it. And when you do your step, you are performing an action. Performing an action is a statement, a public statement, that you are committed to making something happen. And just doing that sets things in motion that otherwise would not be set into motion. So taking action is getting the ball rolling. It is lighting the spark. Things start heading for you. Things that you want start heading for you when you take action. So taking your next step is absolutely crucial to getting what you want. And the more next steps you take, the sooner you get what you want. So do your next step, get your next one and do that one too. And just keep going until you reach your goal. I am going to be starting a Friday night advanced manifesting breakthrough class because my Monday morning manifesting is only 30 minutes long and we don't have time to go into advanced manifesting techniques and we don't have time to do belief breakthrough. Overcoming the negative programming is really, really important because you can try to change all you want, but if deep down you believe that you can't or don't deserve to do the things that you want to do, then you're not going to be able to manifest them. So belief breakthrough is how we find those negative beliefs, rewrite them, and change our subconscious programming to get what we want. So Friday nights, I will be doing an advanced manifesting breakthrough class. If you are interested in that, please join my group, which is on Facebook. So go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we are masters of manifesting. That's the name of my group on Facebook. We are masters of manifesting. 
So if you come join, send a join request, I will let you in. You just have to answer a few questions and then I will let you into the group. And you can find out all about the course in the group. So you can come to the free classes on Monday mornings and you can enroll in the not free classes on Friday night, which are advanced and will be at least an hour long. So check that out if you know that you need help getting to where you want to go and overcoming the subconscious programming that you know is stopping you. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening and good luck with your money and good luck with your stewardships. And if I can do it, you can do it. So I will see you next time on the Queen of Manifesting and everybody have an awesome day. Thanks. Bye. Hey, it's Kelly. Have you ever wanted to just like get a few minutes of my time one-on-one to talk about what you're manifesting and how you could manifest better things? Well, guess what? I have a free 30-minute manifesting audit where we get on the phone or Zoom, your choice, and we talk about what you're manifesting, where you're blocked, and how you can move forward in reaching your goals. So grab a spot on my calendar at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash manifesting audit. Again, that is bit.ly forward slash manifesting audit. And we can put our heads together and find you the best path to manifest your best life. Okay, I hope to see you soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening to my podcast. If you would like to join the manifesting community on Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash manifesting influence and send a a join request to be a part of the Facebook group where I do a live manifesting class every Monday morning called Monday Morning Manifesting. Also, you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And if you look in my show notes, I have the links to everything. So thanks for listening, and I will talk to you guys next episode.